0: Episode 25, Getting Away. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo.
1: And Tony DiLorenzo.
0: And tonight we're going to be talking about getting away making the time for just the two of you away from it all. But we always start with what's been going on with us over the last week. And this last week has been crazy crazy busy.
1: Crazy busy. Good crazy Crazy busy.
0: busy. Um,
1: As many of you know, we launched the first annual Seven Days of Sex Challenge last Sunday. mm -hmm. It ended on Saturday. And holy cow, were we inundated with so much good stuff from all of you. Well, oh my god. Well, goodness. to start
0: it off, I mean, when we launched this, we had hoped to have maybe 10 to 20 couples.
1: Uh, I think we would have gone We,
0: we, were, gonna, we were shooting for 10. We're like, oh, yeah. if we can get 10 other couples, because we'd done this by ourselves the last two years.
1: It shows you our lack of faith uh, in this.
0: Yeah, because when we started it, we had 100 couples sign up. There were, right. and we know from posts on Facebook and from emails, um, that we got from other people that there were a lot of other couples that didn't
1: even sign up, quote
0: unquote, officially sign up, but that were doing this. There was a small group, I think you told me in Arizona,
1: in Arizona. Yeah.
0: That their small group, um, was doing this challenge. We've heard from people all over the country. I mean, it was actually an international challenge because we had a couple in South Africa,
1: two couples in Australia as I went back this week to look at some of the prior posts that we sort of forgot to look at (laughs) as we kept going through the week. There were
0: lots and lots of
1: posts. There was (laughs) a second couple from... Another couple from Australia. It's sort of weird. They're long distance. So I'm wondering if they did like the phone sex thing. Oh, okay. Which is still cool. Intimacy, they worked on it. Yeah. You and I have done that in the past.
0: We had um, people in Canada, some couples in Canada. So in addition to, I think we had
1: like six couples from Canada.
0: In addition to all of you here in the oh, states, we had almost every state represented. We're going to be doing a wrap up here, uh, a wrap up post in the next couple of days once we actually recover from <laughs> not only doing the challenge ourselves, but
1: which was tiring at times. <laughs> Elisa and I did our Alisa uh, and I our mo with this with these challenges. No kidding, we have all intention of getting it in early, doing whatever we got to, you know, making that intimacy. A, pri- a priority in our lives earlier in the day. and then <laughs> early in the day. And for some reason it just, it so happens it ends up being, we get 15, 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour, but it's like pushing it to 1130.
0: We did have a couple early days.
1: We did, where we, but mm-hmm. there were a couple times when it yeah, we and came
0: in under the wire. We came in under the wire, but you, you know, but it the, wasn't the, about us this week.
1: No, it wasn't. But what I wanted to say to was, you know, Alisa mentioned, we were looking for 10 couples. We thought, man, if we had 10 couples go through this with us, and how amazing would that be to see their lives change? And I got to confess something, you know, with one and the type of person I am with my full-time business, I I do a lot about numbers. Everything's about numbers. And Alisa will will appreciate this and understand this because everything I do is about numbers. How many people, how many this, how much money am I making, how many dollars, da-da-da-da-da. And so... As we were as we were ramping up towards the start of the seven days of sex challenge, I, I was just enamored by the numbers. Oh my gosh, we got 50 couples. Now we got 60, 70, 80, 100 couples. People are here and there. And so many people are from California or Texas or Pennsylvania really showed up in force.
0: Yeah, Pennsylvania, they were on fire.
1: Mm-hmm. And I learned something from you guys this week. I learned a lot from you guys this week that the numbers don't matter. They don't matter one bit and I'm gonna tell you why they don't matter because the comments we received this week were amazing they blew my socks off and to know that what Elisa and I'd started a little bit over almost two years ago with the 60 days of sex Mm -hmm. has changed your lives has changed your marriages has changed the intimacy in your lives, that's what matters. That's what matters. And I'll tell you, there were many a post that just hit me square in, in the heart. I mean, just tears flowing to know that we have been inspirational, that we, that what we propose and what we talk about works, that your lives are changed. And as we move forward, those numbers are still gonna be there and I'm just a numbers type of a guy, but your lives mean more to me and your marriages mean more to me than if we have 10,000 people or if we have 100 of you because you've started a movement. The 100 plus of you who have joined on, who have said the seven days of sex challenge is something that we're gonna commit to in our marriages and make an intimacy a priority, you've started a movement and we're not going to stop because we know that there are many more marriages out there that need to be saved. There are many more marriages that need to understand that intimacy needs to be a priority. And by doing something, an intensive week long sex challenge can make a difference.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's, um, I do want to share some of the comments that we heard oh, over the yeah, course of the we, week. We need to. Um, you know <clears throat> there was one couple and it was actually the husband that um, had been pu- putting the post up during the week david and um, i can relate to his wife's thought uh, thought process on this because he said what a week
1: when is i Is su- that David our prayer Pray, prayer warrior?
0: Yes, i believe it is.
1: Yeah. God bless you David. It, it, I I want to say one thing about David. Whenever somebody commented and said i'm having this struggle, David was posting and just praying before i could even get To the computer, because I had a very busy week with work last week too. (laughs) So God bless you, David, for for doing that. You made the one community know that they were just showered in prayer Mm -hmm. all week long. Thank you, dude. Thank you.
0: And what he said was, you know, what a week. When I suggested this challenge, the response from my wife was pretty much no way. As a side note, that was my initial response two years ago. I've heard that. We went from that to maybe... Two, okay. Two, this was a good week. And David says, And who says God doesn't do miracles? <laughs> Last night didn't go great, so we're gonna fix it today. Thank you so much for this week. We have truly been blessed. Yep. Um you know, I I can so relate to that whole mindset that his oh, wife had that I, I the first time around that was my very much like Um, yeah, let's do this too. that was a phenomenal experience. Mm-hmm. Um another you know, you guys became family this week, sharing your personal lives with us. And it wasn't just that you were sharing whether or not you had sex. You were sharing where you were in your marriage and the direct impact this mm-hmm. was having in, our, in your marriage. Um, can, I, can I read one? Yeah.
1: Uh, this is Becky Schwartz from our Facebook page. And she says, yes, thank you. This was such a benefit to a sexless marriage. We both have a newfound appreciation for each other. We plan on continuing our own challenge. You go, girl. We haven't been this happy together in years. What a blessing you are. I thank God for giving you, giving you two to us. And likewise, Becky, I mean, it's mutual. It's Mm -hmm. mutual. Uh, You know, Elisa and I took a step of faith when we when we let th- when we put this out there we took a step of faith it it was it was both exhilarating and scary mm. oh very much so exhilarating because we have done it and we enjoy it and we know what it does and has done in our marriage and scary because we didn't know what the heck we were going to get ourselves into
0: well, and we didn't know how it was going to impact your marriages right i mean obviously you know very personal for us we know what having done this twice before, what it did to our marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, so many of you came into this challenge in places very much like Becky said, where the, the intimacy, the physical intimacy was not there. Yeah. You know, where you were, you were in a real challenge. You were in your own challenge of here I am in this situation. Where do I go? Um, we had another responder, um, fellow poster on the website who we got to know well over the week and um jackie had posted on one of the days she Mm -hmm, said mm -hmm. yesterday you mentioned how most couples only have sex four times a month Um, that's pretty much a statistical average that's
1: just a statistical average that we have read over and over
0: and so somebody had commented on that post saying you know how could how did this happen And Jackie says, I used to wonder, but then it happened to me. I had my second baby and she had colic so bad. She was up screaming every night from 12 to 4 or 5 a.m. for months. And then I had postpartum depression plus crazy hormones plus nursing all that or nursing that all really messed me up. It got so bad I would start to panic if my husband tried to touch me. She is just six months now. I have been praying for a way to help myself and what I could do to make it better and was led to this challenge. I was nervous at first, but took it on and it is really going well, much, much better than I thought it would. Thank you so much for helping me to overcome my obstacles. You are an answer <laughs> to my, our prayers. <laughs> Jackie, thank you for sharing um, where you've been, <laughs> you know, and that, sometimes as nervous as you are, as scary as it is, sometimes you have to, you have to push through that. You have to try the one thing that's, that's the obstacle, you know, and a a lot of you, you know, you didn't have that physical intimacy. So for you to uh, even attempt this challenge was a success in and of itself for you to say, you know what? I'm willing to try this. And, you know, maybe we won't hit all seven nights, but so many people have said, you know what? We didn't hit all seven nights. We'd like to, some of you are continuing the challenge. Hats off to all of you. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they're either continuing this. We've heard from people that are going to schedule it um, later in the summer when it's a better time. When, you know, there's been all kinds of funny stories about family visiting and going to see, you know, in-laws and trying to juggle it around family reunions and business trips. And we know this wasn't the ideal week. For some of you. For everybody. Mm -hmm. But you tried. And along the way, you discovered a lot. Yeah. Um, We've got one couple. And I have to, I want to talk about Alan and Frida. Oh, yeah. Alan and Frida have been married 41 years. 40. 40 years. From New York. And Alan and Frida, uh, they're awesome. You know, they are, (laughs) they're like newlyweds. I mean, we would look forward to their posts every day just to hear what fun thing they were doing, they were doing, you know, whether it was, you know, having fun in the, what they call it in their camper, the fun something.
1: I forget. Uh,
0: they were all over the place that, you know, her last post <laughs> said, I'm late for a very important date, obviously a rendezvous with Alan, uh, but my hubby and I weren't late in completing our challenge. Last night we were camping down at my cousin's and we went to the stock car races. After that, we were quote playing race cars to finish our challenge. However, we are going to continue all this fun and not stop at seven days. This is too good to be true.
1: How awesome.
0: No, They had posted an earlier post. They're in their early 60s. And the thing I love about them is that, you know, they could easily have just gotten married last year and be, you know, last week and be in their 20s with the amount of fun they are having with each other. And, you know, they made out on the couch one night and they're talking about how they hadn't done that in years and, um, they remind me, they, they make me say, okay, you know what? It, Tony and I are in our mid thirties. In 30 years, I would love to be where Alan and Frida are.
1: Heck yeah. Oh yeah.
0: You know, a couple that is just loving being with each other and loving on each other. Right. And you know, there were stories, I mean, the stories were all over the place. And if you have, if you've got some time, I would encourage you to come to our website at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And just pick any of the days and read through the comments, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially as you get into days four, five, six, and seven when it got a little tougher. (laughs) We know know the end of the week is a little harder than the beginning of the week. Um, Read through some of those stories. Get encouraged by what couples discovered about each other, what they discovered when they made intimacy a priority even though they couldn't always be physically intimate, there were couples that said, you know what, we have been praying together every day. Yep. We have been taking walks. Um, if you're looking for some creative ideas, all kinds of creativity this week, from, you know, sending the kids to walk the dog so you could have, you know, twenty minutes by yourself to uh edible picnics to <laughs>
1: All sorts of all sorts and, of fun stuff. And you know what I'm gonna tell you guys right now. If you go to the blog, so you go com backslash blog, um, the top buttons over here in the next week or so, I'm going to have one there that is going to say seven days of sex challenge. And so no matter when you come to the site, you can click on that and it will have all the posts that are related to the seven days of sex challenge. And this is also for you. If you haven't done it and you just said, you know, that that June date wasn't good for us, but we want to do it now. And this could be in July, August, December next year. That's a place for you to just post when you're doing it. You can tell us, hey, we're in and here's day one. And you know what? If you comment there, we get it. And we are going to we are going to be right there beside you commenting back, encouraging you through your week. Yeah. And, and that's, that's just part of what we are and what we want to be.
0: Yeah. We, uh, you can always email us directly at ask Lisa, one extraordinary com or, um,
1: ask Tony at one extraordinary com.
0: You know, we, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you want encouragement that way, if you don't necessarily want to post it, you can always just email us directly. Let us know if you're trying this. Yeah. Um, we know some of the challenges. That's why the daily posts <laughs> were what they were because we've been there and done that. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you that are thinking of doing this next year, there will be a second annual.
1: Oh yeah, we're going second annual and we're already trying to rack our brains how to make this more streamlined and easier for everybody because I I, th- I really do believe now if we had 100 couples with the way Elisa and I just sort of launched this this year, we could have well over two, 300 couples next year. Oh boy. Oh boy. and And you know, Just a little plug here. Our book, Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage, should be available this month, if not early July. Early July. And once it does come out, we will be out there. Elisa and I will be out promoting. We've been talking about how we want to um, start speaking to churches at least once a month and getting our book into churches via small groups or cell groups or whatever you guys call your small groups in your church. <laughs> so and we, so we feel that, uh, next year when, once we do the seven days of sex challenge, we're going to have a lot more folks who just know who we are and what we're about. And that intimacy is important.
0: And, and for those of you that, you know, are in a position to, you know, talk to your pastors about having us come, you know, the seven days of sex, it's a bit out there for a lot of churches in terms of thinking, Oh, we're going to talk about sex. But you know what? God talked about sex. He wrote let's a whole talk about sex, baby. I know. I think that let's should be our theme song you, when we get up to talk. Me. But well, talk you know, God wrote a whole, had a, a whole book think. in the Bible that talks about sex. He does. I mean, Adam and Eve sex. obviously had sex um, or none of us would be here. So well, that's not the
1: whole book song of Solomon. Right. But I'm saying it starts
0: yes. with Adam and Eve. Oh yeah. And, you know what? Sometimes we really need to shake things up. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we need to get drastic, Mm -hmm. drastic times call for drastic measures. And you know, not, not every time, you know, the seven days of sex challenge isn't right for every situation. But if you are looking to improve intimacy in your marriage, if you have a church that's looking to kind of shake things up in your marriage ministry, we would love to launch the seven days of sex challenge in your church.
1: Mhm. Oh yeah.
0: You know, it do, you don't have to wait for next year, the second annual. Let's do something on a on a smaller scale in your church. Let's make intimacy a priority right where you are.
1: It could be large if it's a large church.
0: Well, but not on the national scale. Yes. This I'm
1: is talking. true. But, but within your but within your church walls. And that's what it's all about. About changing marriages.
0: That's what we're about. Mm-hmm. And um you know, sometimes it's just the little things right. that make a difference. Like we had a voicemail last week. Somebody called us on the listener feedback line. Oh, drumroll. 858-754-9937. We got a voicemail from Deacon Bradley who had listened to our Unplugged episode. Yep. And uh, here's what Deacon had to say.
1: Hi, Tony and Alisa. My name is Deacon Bradley. And first of all, I just wanted to say thanks for putting together this awesome resource. My wife and I have been married for just over two years now, and we feel really blessed to have discovered y'all so early in our marriage. Y'all just have some really great messages to put out there, and so we want to thank y'all for that. I just listened to the Unplugged episode, and wow, this is such an important message nowadays. My wife, Cameron, and I just celebrated our second anniversary Unplugged. And what an awesome time that was for us. It's amazing the difference removing that background noise of, of always being connected makes in your relationship. And we were both surprised and really grateful for that special time. Just something as simple as putting our phones up uh, created for us. And thanks again, guys.
0: Deacon, I, uh, I I so appreciate that phone call because Tony and I were at our marriage retreat this weekend. and um,
1: Oh, there were a number of times Elisa was looking at me.
0: Dude, he the, had the Twitter finger going on there. And I'm just like, will you put <laughs> the Was phone- I doing that? No, that was my own sound effect.
1: Okay, I, I was going to say, I don't think I was making that sound effect while you I was You were making the sound effect, tweeting. but
0: I was just like, come on.
1: Well, I was just letting people know we were having a good time out there, babe.
0: But I wasn't having a good time when you were on your phone.
1: I understand that, but I was just letting other people know. Yes, it was, we weren't being... I wasn't being very... Um, What's the word I'm looking Attentive. for? Attentive. Attentive to you.
0: Yeah. Finally, I had just said, um, Will you just put it away. Just put it away. And then we go to a restaurant and somebody's like, oh, so what's the weather like in San Diego? Because we were out in the desert. And he's like, oh, hold on. I'll check for you. And I'm like, no, you won't.
1: And for those of you who don't know <sighs> th- what the desert is, <laughs> oh, that would sorry. be like <laughs> that would be like Palm Springs, Palm Desert, that area. That's That'd the be- desert for us Southern Californians.
0: But yes. So we even have to work on... um
1: Constantly 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 we will not tell you we will not sit up on a pedestal and tell you we do not do this stuff we do it we fail we mess up but we get right back up and we make our marriage our priority we talk through it we realize where one of us falls or fails and then we just we just keep on going and you know that's something that at and i just have Come to in our marriage, and I hope that you guys can as well. Is that we don't look back, we forgive, you know, depending on what has happened. We forgive, we get over it, we talk about it, and we move forward because there's no use in looking back. All you're going to do is trip yourself up when there's so much glorious and good things ahead of you. So that's that's the way we look at life.
0: Now, of course, we do look back when we're talking to you guys so that you can learn from. Yes. From our mistakes.
1: Right. But it's not something that you and I dwell on. and no. pull. You, you know, there's never a point in our marriage right now where I will go, well, geez, Alisa, do you remember when you did that two weeks ago? And because of that, I'm going to do this. Uh, we don't do We've that. We've gotten past that. Yeah. We don't play that game anymore. And it's it's and detrimental to your marriage.
0: You know, it's, it was so funny because we left on Friday for this marriage retreat. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really what we want to talk tonight about is getting away.
1: And this is episode 25.
0: Bells and whistles.
1: 25 25. episodes that we have done. So
0: we're quite excited about that.
1: This is, this is a, this is a milestone. Quarter of a century we've hit (laughs) in podcasting.
0: (gasps) Such a random comment. Anyway, let's talk about what we're really talking about, not episode Uh, 25. Um,
1: So if any of you want to call in. And congratulate us on episode twenty-five. Please do. The number is eight five eight seven
0: five four nine nine three seven. Thank you. You can call and talk to us about anything, though. Yep. Um, but we we got away this weekend. We did. Kids went to the grandparents.
1: Praise God! Get we, rid of them.
0: Um, actually, the grandparents came to us and took the kids, and we headed the other direction.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we got off a lot later than we expected, though.
0: We got off later than we expected.
1: Again, my work has been very busy. As of recent, uh, my business, my full-time business has been booming. And so we are hoping to get out of here probably by noon.
0: It was about, we were about an hour late. Yeah. It was it was just after one when we took off. Yep. Um, we're driving out. It's about a uh, two-hour drive. Two-hour drive. And as we're driving, all of a sudden, Tony's like, oh, do you have my shoes? Um, my no. Flip, my flip-flops. Your flip-flops. We're out around the pool. Yeah. Uh, so we forgot the shoes. We forgot Tony's toothbrush. Uh, -hmm. we forgot, I forgot razors to shave my legs. We forgot, uh, what else did we have to pick up at the store? Hair gel. Hair gel.
1: Oh, we forgot the most important thing (laughs) of the whole week. Uh, The use of contraception. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't have any.
0: And so, you know, that
1: that was uh, totally a, uh, I just blew it uh, on that one.
0: So, you know, we get into town and there's the emergency target run.
1: Uh, Well, we were looking for a Walmart, and we couldn't find a Walmart. We found things have changed
0: since we lived there, you know, thirteen years ago. Right. Um, but so we, you know, we get in and we kind of get settled, but in the back of our mind, we've got the whole seven days of sex challenge (laughs) going on, going on, and so we're like, okay, how do we, how do we juggle both of these? And it became one of those things where um, we didn't actually fully check out. I think until like mentally check out from our life at home until Saturday right? Um, because Friday there was still so much going on and we were actually going to be speaking on Saturday and Mm -hmm. we had, um, we had one of those prime instances where my expectations were way up high and the reality was way low (laughs) in terms of what was really going to happen. And I had a choice to make. Um, I was a little, I started off getting a little cranky that my expectations were not going to be met. And, we were sitting there talking about it. Um, uh, you
1: were a little, little cranky. I
0: could have been a lot more cranky, dude. I, c- uh, I could, have,
1: yeah, but you, I, I was cranky. Yeah. I, and this, and this is all, you know, we're, we're talking about getting away, and and how it's beneficial. <laughs> it didn't feel your, so beneficial on Friday. to your marriage, and, and we're going to talk about the goods of it. But I think a lot of us, this is what happens: is that when we do get away, um. The expectations on the trip and what we want to do or what should happen aren't in line with what actuality is. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we almost single handedly destroy what could be a beautiful time with our spouse in a couple hours. And this is where Lisa and I were at. This was Friday night. Yeah. This was Friday night, about 10 o'clock. We had just gone done with our first session of the uh, marriage retreat, and I felt very obliged to get onto the computer and start answering comments for for the challenge. Um, Elisa and I still had to meet our obligation for that day, and we had friends who were going to the hotel next to us to a lounge slash club to just go hang out and dance, and have a couple of beers and we wanted to also be with them so it it was a lot
0: to do in two hours it's a (laughs) lot
1: yeah it was a lot to do we got down there uh, you know an hour or so later than we expected and then with all the stuff that we forgot and the running around to target and this that and the other you know there's another hour or so because we were fishing around for these places so we were behind the eight ball and then on top of that we were looking for dinner, and the place we wanted to go wasn't there. And, uh, and Elisa's like, oh, let's just go to Quiznos. And I was like, no, there's something over here. And I was driving and driving, and finally Elisa's like done with it because she's so hungry, and we found a subway. <laughs> she's looking at me.
0: Yeah, that the, that's one of those, like, you know, he's like, oh, no, there's something down here. I go, there's nothing down here. He goes, oh, no, I think I see something up there. Uh, no. It was a subway sub for dinner, and I was not pleased. You weren't. I wasn't. But I had a choice. You did. To make at, well, 10, at, 10, at 1030, 1045. Right. It was, do I throw a tantrum, a grown-up tantrum, and just say, you know what? I'm just going to bed. I'm tired. I don't care.
1: You were close, babe. Uh, I, I, I I'm don't not care.
0: Say, uh, I'm not saying I wasn't.
1: You, you were very close, because I kept telling you, let's just... And
0: I'm like, no, I'm tired now.
1: Let's just make it happen. Let's go out, and let's get... Let's just but go i have got some over fun.
0: myself i did yes but we I, I but i want it. our
1: listeners to understand that it wasn't like you just okay and everything was happy go lucky no. i mean it was probably a half hour 45 minute conversation that we ended up having
0: yeah probably half hour i don't know if it was quite 45 minutes
1: uh it was a long it was quite a bit of time there babe okay you know so i just want our listeners listeners to understand that here we are trying to get away and this is what hits us. Right. And so we had to discuss it. And you know what? It was a great discussion because the rest of the weekend went very smooth.
0: With the exception of your Twitter fingers.
1: Yes, except from the Twitter fingers.
0: It did. And, and, you know, part of that is just having the communication to say, you know what? Because I told him, I'm like, I'm not real happy with the way things have gone tonight. You know, I, I wanted this to be, you know, it's a marriage retreat. And typically marriage retreats are about, the couple attending the marriage retreat and you know, part of this, w- we totally brought this on ourselves because we started the challenge that it was going to end while we were at the marriage retreat. So that was, that was just a planning thing.
1: That's something, something we learned.
0: We learned, um, next year we will probably launch it as we're leaving the retreat and not, <laughs> not That's before the retreat. Right. Um, and so, you know, and part of it was, I just wanted to hang out with our friends. And so mm-hmm. I had to say, okay, you know what? Tony's right. You know, even though we could have gone earlier, he made the right call and getting the comments answered and let's just go have fun, Right. get over myself. And we did. We had a good time. We ended up, you know, we were out late. We were out till one, which I know for some of you is not late, but for, you know, for us, that's, for us, that's late. late. Yeah. Um, and then it was day two of the marriage retreat. And, uh, you know, kudos to the marriage ministry team at the church at Rancho Bernardo this is the second marriage retreat we've gone to and they do a phenomenal job. Oh, they, um, they really, and this is, this is kind of the crux of the message tonight. They really do such a great job of giving couples time to focus on themselves, Mm -hmm. bringing up topics that are pertinent that all couples are facing and say, you know what, regardless of where you are, you know, we know, that some couples go to a marriage retreat because they're in a good place, mm-hmm. and they just want to stay healthy, w- stay healthy, and stay working on it. So you know, once a year or twice a year, they'll go to a marriage retreat just to get, you know, another tool for their tool chest, their tool belt, to say, okay, you know, when this happens, here's how we're going to handle it. And some couples come to a marriage retreat and they're in a place of hurt; mm-hmm. they are struggling, and they are, you know, they're looking for the life raft. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was done very well. I think was that Friday night they had everybody in attendance, write on a piece of paper anonymously. What is the one thing about your marriage that you wouldn't want anybody to know?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And they read those. One of the, one of the ministry team read, which I thought was
1: sort of odd though. I thought it was really cool that they did that, Uh, but I was like, what's one thing that you would, wouldn't want anyone to know?
0: Well, I think it's that you wouldn't tell somebody so they right. wouldn't know it was from you.
1: I know. Yeah. Okay. But the way they but the way they presented it, I thought it was going to be like thrown in the trash, and then all of a sudden they got, started reading them. What I thought was great, and we have talked about this time and time again, is taking the mask off. This is what this really what this did for the room was, dude. It it took the masks off. Uh huh. You know this this was like oh boy this is what's going on and some of the stuff that was happening. Um, a number of women had commented.
0: How do you know there were women?
1: Well, because they were saying I have a desire for another man.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm <laughs> okay. I did. I, that okay. wasn't the comment I thought you were going to bring up.
1: No, no, no. But uh, yeah, I have a desire. I have a desire for another man. There are a number of comments on intimacy, sex, not happening. Um, you know, it just...
0: Financial issues. I I don't. Infidelity issues. I mean, there was just it really leveled the playing field, so you didn't sit in that room thinking we're the only one with problems or we're the only one that that has issues.
1: Right. Because which I thought was great.
0: You know, there were enough comments read that you knew that that was not just the same person. You know, that filled out thirty sheets of paper. Right. Um. Or you know, there were actually.
1: But it made it so it's something that we've said before. When you take off the mask and Mm -hmm. you're you know when you let everything out there and you let everybody know what's happening and you tell the truth and you take off the mask you are loved more than less mm-hmm. for what you disclose and i think in that room everybody just sort of went whoa but at the same time they all everybody just went you know what we're all children of god and we're here to love you
0: Right. And, and so. so over the course of the weekend, I mean, here we are, no kids.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Um, you know, we were just in a, in a very relaxed, city. there's a lot to do in the Palm Springs, Palm Desert area, but we chose to just chill mm-hmm. um, during our downtime. It was, you know, grab a bite to eat with friends, sit by the pool and really just spend time in conversation about our marriage
1: Mm-hmm. And one thing elise and I did each morning there's a devotional given to us mm-hmm. and Elisa and I made it a point to to go over the devotional together that is something that we normally do not do uh, it is something that we keep saying we want to do and it's probably something that we need to do
0: I'm getting the look that says go get us a devotional
1: no I think <laughs> we do it on strip down
0: oh that is an option
1: I, I that, that's not, it's our book, honey.
0: Yes, I know. But okay, well, th- we, th- I'm, it's I'm, not really a conversation for right now.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying a devotion is a devotional or okay. something that we did. I know. Did.
0: I know. I, okay. uh, anyway, um, <laughs> on to another topic. Uh, the The thing is, is that you need to make time to get away with your spouse whether it is a marriage retreat, whether it's a weekend at a bed and breakfast, whether it's, you know, a staycation, if you've got kids and the kids go away somewhere else and you just say, you know Mm -hmm. what, like Deacon, we're not answering our phones, we're not doing this. Um, You need to make the time where you are just focused on the two of you. Do the fun stuff you don't normally do. Go out to eat. Go, you know, if you want to catch, you know, we know one couple that went and rode quads Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they the, this is the really adventuresome couple. They last year they went horseback riding and this year they rode quads. And the, you know, every year they're doing something fun and different for their date night. Um make the time. We right. do it we try and get away twice a year. That's what we've been averaging the last couple of years. It's usually the marriage retreat and then our anniversary.
1: And now Paul and Melissa take the kids over Thanksgiving, so it's three times.
0: So yeah, we're up to, we're up getting up to 3. Um,
1: But the third time, usually over Thanksgiving, is a staycation for us. We stay home.
0: It is. But you know what? So you turn off the phones. Right. You turn off the computers and say, you know what? There is nothing so important. They can't wait. You know, if you have kids and you have to keep on the phone, change the ringer for the person that's got the kids so that you know if you get a call from that person, that's the only phone call you answer. Mm -hmm. You know, but focus on the two of you. So often and we get caught up in the day to day or we go on vacation with the kids and you know, that's nice. You might get a date night out of it, but to spend just that uninterrupted one on one time mm-hmm. with your spouse, digging into some of these things, you know, whether you take the book strip down and you take a chapter and say, you know, we really need to talk about this chapter, you know, Maybe, I know you guys don't have the book yet, but there's a chapter in there on setting priorities.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they can buy the ebook.
0: They can buy the ebook. Um, you know, maybe you need to take a day, take a, you know, an overnight trip and say, you know, we need to talk about our priorities.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, are they in line with each other? And two, are they in line with God?
1: And getting away is similar to what we did over the seven days. It's making our marriages a priority. It's making intimacy a priority. So, if we're not intentional about putting it on the calendar, it's not going to happen, folks. Just isn't. Lisa and I know this from firsthand experience. It, It just, if we don't put it down on the calendar, it doesn't happen. And so, our marriage retreat with our church is one of those times that is on the calendar. It's set. We roughly know how much it's gonna cost, so we can start saving from it. You know, we just had it, so we know we can start saving for it now. And so when next year when they announce it and the dates, we are on it and we're done. It's it's not even a second thought. It's when we are not intentional about it and making it happen. That's when I that's when I think we get stressed out and we feel like we're not making the time for each other
0: right because everything else i can guarantee you if tony's not on the calendar there are a lot of other things that will just creep up into my schedule
1: right oh and, and it's
0: not it's not that i don't want to spend time with him it's just that if i don't plan it he's not on my calendar He's not there. If we don't, I mean, we're already planning our next weekend away. We literally just returned last night, and we're already like, okay, anniversary's coming. Which weekend are we going away for our anniversary? Right. You know, we 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 got
1: to set up (laughs) set up up the babysitters, my mom and dad. Yeah,
0: you know, we already put in uh, you know our request form in triplicate to to, uh, the grandparents, and we've got our backup source. Um, You know, but but we're intentional, and that was one of the things that you know when we spoke on Saturday that we talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd been invited to speak about the seven days of sex challenge and just about where we've been, where one extraordinary marriage has come since last year when we, you know, spoke at the same conference or retreat and really kind of launched everything that you guys know now. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you yeah, know, so a ta-
1: big thank you to those guys. Uh, we we can't say it enough. They're single
0: hand, not single handedly, but very responsible for one extraordinary marriage for giving us a platform to, to know if there was even a, if it, if it was a story, you know, was anybody interested in, you know, this one crazy couple having 40 nights of, you know, 40 nights of sex yeah. or was it just something, you know, we thought was a good story. Um, but one of the things that we talked about was intentionality. And, you know, whether that's the seven days of sex where you're saying for one week I'm going to I'm going to rock things up and I am going to make this, you know, crazy commitment to put my spouse first each and every day mm-hmm. or to say, you know what, honey? We're going to put on our calendars, twice a year, you and me, babe, we are getting away. I don't right. care if it's one night or two nights, we are just I recommend two nights, especially if you have kids, cuz that first night you just totally decompress. Right. About not having the children around. Um and so the second night you're like, "Oh, <laughs> now you can you know, relax and really enjoy each other." Uh, But whatever you can do, if you can do one night, do one night. Mm -hmm. Sleep in a room where no child is going to wake you up in the morning asking for something or needing something. Right. Get away. Go to that little town that you've always wanted to go to. Go antique shopping. Go window shopping. Go walk along the beach. Yep. Spend time in conversation with your spouse saying, hey, what's going on with you? What what do you what are you dreaming about these days? And you guys know that we encourage you to do this on a daily basis. But it when you can go away for a weekend, or you know, some of you are fortunate enough. We haven't quite worked up to being able to get away for a week. We're hoping in the next year or two,
1: that um, would be very nice.
0: That that might happen. We've got to get our kids uh, to stop bickering long enough that they don't completely wear out their grandparents. But if you can do it go for the maximum number of days you can go for, um, whatever your circumstances allow, because you will see the benefits. I mean, very much like the comments that we got on the seven days of sex challenge this week, where people are are rediscovering how much fun they have with their spouse, how much they enjoy being intimate with their spouse. Mm -hmm. It's like ancient secrets revealed or something that (laughs) (laughs) all of a sudden, you know, One couple said, you know, instead of being grumpy 40-somethings, we're acting like newlyweds. Right. You know, I have, so many times I would read, I've rediscovered my spouse.
1: Yeah, we saw that a lot of times.
0: We are having fun. We are laughing. We are having conversations. It's not rocket science. Mm -mm. It's taking time to say to your spouse, you know what? I really think you're the most important person on this planet. And I think that's so much that I want to spend uninterrupted time with you.
1: Right. And and I think that the thing that you and I have learned on doing these retreats is we found a, we found the the retreat format at our church suits our style. So for those of you who are looking, maybe, Hey, I want to go to a retreat. What's your style? What Mm -hmm. do you like to do? I personally, and Elisa as well, we do not want to sit in a classroom or in a banquet hall or anywhere else for eight hours. It just isn't going to happen. (laughs) It doesn't work for us. We've done that sort of stuff. It just doesn't work. I'm sorry to say. If I I got some time away, I want to chill too. So for us, the retreats that are held through our church are perfect because there's a morning session usually from about 9.30 to 12 or 10 to 12.30. You have a big old two hour or so break in the... Middle of the afternoon, lunch, if you have time, you can go take a nap or hit the pool um this year we had some great conversation with some friends, and so we just did that uh then there's usually like a two hour session in the afternoon, and then starting about four o'clock on Saturday, it's done i mean you're you're just out and for us, Saturday afternoon, we are at the pool by five o'clock, and we didn't have dinner reservations till eight thirty so If you're looking at retreats and you're wondering, huh, will this work for us? Know what your style is. Mm -hmm. Because take it from me who's gone to some, (laughs) uh, you know, if you're you're wanting to spend time with your spouse and all of a sudden you're looking at the schedule and you're booked up from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and you're going, oh boy, this isn't me, then don't sign up for it. Find one that suits your style if you're looking for a marriage retreat. If you're not gonna go through a marriage retreat and you just need time away, like Elisa said, pick some places that interest you. And for Elisa and I, we've gone up to Big Bear and had a, gone to bed and breakfast. We've gone to the desert, we've gone to the coast. And some of these times when we're, we're going away and just doing our own little thing is, you know, it's all about just doing nothing. It's really just hanging out, letting everything go, waking up late, and just spending some time together. Um, I do think it's in your best interest to have some sort of book with you, a devotional. By golly, bring your Bible with you and take some time each day to do some prayer, to do some devotion. And then that way, you guys are coming together in that sense, in your spiritual intimacy and are able to ask some questions of each other. And this may be something you're already doing at home, but I truly believe without kids there, um, if you still have kids in the house, you really just get to let loose a little bit and not think of anything. So just think about those sort of things. And where do you want to go? Dreams, and start saving for it. Again, the the two big things here are being intentional. So one, putting it on Mm -hmm. your calendar. And two, is saving for it. If it's important, put the money aside so you can make it happen. It doesn't need to be extravagant. It doesn't need to be crazy. I mean, some of the, some of the places that Lisa and I have gone, I mean, we have found hotels through Priceline. We have, we have gone all of 30 minutes away into Mm -hmm. downtown San Diego and have had an awesome evening away. And Great rates.
0: And there are probably, I mean, those of you that are listening to us are listening to us all over. You have undiscovered gems in your backyard. You know, you don't have to, getting away doesn't have to break the bank. It doesn't have to be this huge elaborate wow whirlwind weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, when we went downtown, and we were, we were 30 minutes from home. We found a great rate on Priceline. And we had never really discovered Explore downtown San Diego together. Right. It was a blast.
1: It was. It was a fantastic little little it, thing. You know, and so. I, I'm trying to think, you know, was it last year when Ken and Pam talked about, you know, do date night once a month?
0: Mm-hmm. It was last year.
1: Every quarter do what?
0: Wasn't every quarter getaway?
1: Every quarter getaway?
0: Mm-hmm. That's tough. They don't have kids at home.
1: I understand that. But I'm saying for, for. For us, we don't get away every quarter. No, I think we get away like every like two times a year. We yeah. d- we make it. I a mean, point.
0: We're, we're we're consistent on um twice a year. Ours tend to come a little bit closer because we end up doing the marriage retreat and then um our anniversary, which is in October. October. Um.
1: So I that's what I would say. I mean, look where you guys are at, but definitely you want to do date night once a month.
0: And if you haven't been getting away together, start out with once a year. Just make that trip, um. Make that trip a priority. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, we're about to wrap up here, and I, I do want to leave us with. um Oh, we're ooh. having a little earthquake here at nine twenty seven in California. Hold up. Hold on. We might have to pause this recording. Pause it.
1: Pause it. Ooh, okay, guys, we are back. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs>
0: We to check and make sure the kids are okay. And it hasn't popped up on the, uh, usgs.gov site yet. So I don't know how big Ooh. it was or how close. Yeah. We've um, just
1: been having a lot of those. So, uh, this one was one of those that was rattling a little bit longer than we are used to.
0: Yeah. And it does actually tie in with how I was going to close this. Um, you never know what the day is going to bring or what tomorrow is going to bring with you and your spouse. Um, the closing session of our marriage retreat was um, shared by a fellow church member who lost his wife three years ago Mm -hmm. and suddenly suddenly um, and you know, one of the things that he said was, you know, he, there were lots of things that he still wished he could tell his wife
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and a little emotional (laughs) just coming out of an earthquake make the time for your spouse. Mm-hmm. Don't find yourself one morning wishing that you had told them something. Mm-hmm. Let them know how much you appreciate them, how much you love them, how much you know what they do for you. Um, you know, cause there are no guarantees. There are no guarantees and you know, making the time to put your spouse first will never be the wrong decision that you make in your marriage. It will never be a decision that you look back and say, Oh, I shouldn't have done that because if you make the effort to put your spouse first, your marriage will be rock solid. Mm -hmm. And the two of you together as a team will be able to weather any storm because you know, where you are in terms of the other's priorities. Mm -hmm. And that is a gift that only you can give. So (laughs) a little emotionality aside after an earthquake, um, take some time this week to plan your next getaway with your spouse. Sit down, look at the calendars and I don't care if it's six months from now or a year from now, start planning, start dreaming about the two of you getting away.
1: Make your marriage intentional.
0: Yeah. Shoot us an email or give us a call. Uh, you know, tell us where you're gonna go. You know, we'd love to hear you call us in on uh, on the line at 858-754-9937. Just shoot us a quick message. Tell us, you know, who you are, where you're from and where you're going.
1: That's right.
0: You know, uh, let us, give us an approximate date. Say, hey, we're going next spring or we're going this Christmas. We're gonna do this thing. We're gonna make each other a priority. We're gonna get away, right? Because we, we'd love to cheer you on. We'd love to. We'd love to brag about you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, if you don't want to call in, although we love, love, love getting the voicemail messages, shoot us an email. You know, I, I can be reached anytime at askalisa at askalisa@oneextraordinarymarriage.com
1: or ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.
0: A- and guys, just know that we celebrate you. We celebrate your marriages and all of the work that you are doing to make your marriages extraordinary. We Mm -hmm. know it's not easy. We know that every day you start over again and you put forth the effort so that you know that it's going to be stronger today than it was yesterday. And we love you for doing that.
1: Sure do. All right, you guys have a fantastic week and we love you guys.